Welcome back to Dice to Pixels, episode 38. We're going to be talking about Unreal Engine and a couple of other topics, including a senator in the U.S. that seems to have lost their fucking mind. Let's get into it. So, Unreal, 5-2. <laughs> Holy shit! God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that blew us. You, so, when we got here today, uh, today being Friday, which would be yesterday for you fine folks watching now, uh, Adrian told us about the Unreal Engine 5.2 tech demos that uh, are on YouTube. Just search it. You'll find them. Holy fudge muffins. Yeah. So, so there's two in particular that are legitimately crazy. Yeah. Uh, the... I would watch them in the opposite order that I showed them to you tonight, I think. Uh, so the first one to watch, I think, would be the uh, the motion capture. Uh, the thumbnail has a, a woman's face. Uh, it's showing off the... Uh, Metahuman. The, yeah, it's called Metahuman, and it's showing off their new technology for creating a 3D model of somebody's face and then doing live motion capture. Well, not live, but recorded motion capture, and then rendering that out to... Uh, the actual 3D model. And it's, uh, there's no other word for it. It's impressive. Yeah. 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 Um, incredible. They take some, well, they take a few photos and create the model from that. And that's not shown in the demo. That takes some time, but it's not crazy. And then the actual like motion capture, they take like 45 seconds of video from an iPhone and then render it out. That takes no time at all. So from the ease of, use with just an iphone would they need like something more high quality for the pictures themselves i don't think so no uh, okay. i think the only uh, based on uh, i don't know about the exact method they're using mm -hmm. but i've done the same thing with older technology so i assume it's it's more capable of than that the only thing that was really important to get right with the stuff that i used back in the day was the lighting you need a fairly good like any shadows that are cast during the the taking of the photos are going to screw with the model because it can't figure out, or at least it didn't used to be good at figuring out where the the face was if it had shadows on it. That makes sense. Um, but uh, a that's probably gotten better, and b you know you just need to be well lit. It doesn't need to be like perfect studio lighting or anything. It just you need to be well lit mm -hmm. so there aren't a lot of shadows. Uh, and usually you take like sort of a. Uh, left and a, a right and then like sort of a lower usually you'll take photos from a little higher like our cameras are elevated because people look weird from below uh, but in this case you actually want from below because that's where you get most of the the uh, facial information from so but uh, yeah you build that model out and then from there you can like I think you could probably do it live like they didn't and and the technology that they've got so far I don't think is built for live but it was fast enough it that was, I think you could do it. Yeah, it, it yeah. seemed like it probably is just like just barely not live yeah. yet. But they also just needed to talk and talk about the technology. So mm. if it w could be done live, they yeah. chose not to. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I think that will be if if it doesn't already support it, I think that will happen very soon yeah. because from a render perspective. So all of the renderings that they were doing were on consumer hardware. They weren't like crazy server farms or anything. It was a admittedly top of the line Intel chip and a 4090 uh, RTX or whatever card. Um, so we're talking like consumer grade hardware, nothing mm -hmm. 
thousands and thousands of dollars worth of consumer grade hardware, but nothing like super crazy that's unattainable. I mean, I have a 4070 in my system now. It wouldn't be real time, but I mean, I bet it could render it pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's that that's what impressed me the most is like just for 45 seconds of um, what the uh, actress who I run, uh, by the way, is uh, the lead uh, actress for uh, Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice. Yeah. Um, she, I guess, is one of the developers there, too. Yeah. So she did 45 seconds of just uh, facial uh, emotions and said a few things here and there. And then while they were talking about the whole technical aspect of it, the guy was working away, like rendering all of this in like minutes. Yeah. Well, and it showed in the video, they show the real time rendering. It takes seconds, like 45 or so, but seconds, not minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, Incredible though. Very, very cool. So, so that was the first tech demo and that, that is enough on its own to be like, wow, that is super cool. And honestly, it has some applications in the like cinema industry as well as video games. Uh, but that's more like for cinematics and stuff like that. The other tech demo, and there are more than just these two, but these two were by far the most impressive. The other tech demo that I would watch second personally is uh the next gen graphics tech demo yeah yeah it's it's a it's a confluence of a few different uh technologies that they've been working on for a while and basically they take like a model rivian electric truck for a little drive through uh a very very densely foliaged uh forest and as they go through they they let you know that they're passing into the procedurally regenerated area and then proceed to like make changes to it live and god damn that's impressive yeah. <laughs> I, yeah the i know nothing about developing and at all but like just seeing the little bits of changes that they were doing inserting removing changing the number of trees that you could yeah. see the scale everything like that and i'm looking like any joe schmo at this point if they had the pieces to build this could easily build something amazing. Yeah. And the fact that it like, depending on where you put the element, it naturally figures out whether or not there should be like a fallen tree spanning the the ravine mm-hmm. and stuff. Watch the video. Seriously, seriously watch the video. If you care about video games at all, watch the video. Uh, it is legitimately a sign of things to come. And I hope that it means a lot more game developers will use the Unreal Engine and yep. their tool chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the the reason less people use Unreal currently is because it does cost money. Yeah, it's a it's an approachable amount of money because I do believe the last time I looked at it, I do believe there are like tiered levels for uh, like smaller developers, but it, it costs money. Unity is not. I don't think Unity is free, but it's it's pretty close. Like it's not expensive. So that's why a lot of game devs use Unity. And for some games, that's that's totally fine. Unity yeah. is all they need. Yep. Um, but I hope a lot more game developers start using Unreal. Well, even on Unreal right now, the standard license is free to get started to like trial it more or less. Yes. And then Yeah, they're all they're yeah. always free to like download and use and mm-hmm. play with and build. Yeah. It's when you actually start making money, there yeah. is a uh, essentially a licensing fee. Yeah, enterprise are, program yeah. or custom license. So the enterprise yeah. is uh, 1500 per seat yeah. per year. But like if you're making a game seriously at that point, then yeah. it's probably well worth that. Yeah, if you expect to be successful releasing your game, even modestly successful, there is no particular barrier to mm-hmm. Unreal. 
And if you use the Unreal Engine, you get some amount of benefit by releasing on the Unreal Store as well. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, it was. Imp I was really impressed. Uh, like initially, when they you see like the foliage and just the dynamic lighting and yeah. reflections and all, that, and it looks fantastic, like it, damn it near does. lifelike. Like yeah, it's yes. that it's that good. Um, but the the fellas controlling this all in real time, yeah. and when they finally come up to uh, it's a Rivian uh, truck. Yeah. And you're looking at it and you're like, holy crap, like it looks really good. But then they just at one point they they do a, a texture change and it goes into like they show you all the polygons like being used. Yeah. And you're like, holy did he, was crap. It, did he say it was 17 million? Polygons? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like, I would was, not. Yeah, it was absolutely nuts. And then they shifted again. So they put this like iridescent. It almost looked like gemstone. It was like it was an like opalescent. Opal. Yeah. 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 Um, but then it looked like there was like just how the it looked like a, yeah. you're looking through like a jar and you're seeing this inside, like on the body and just the, the way the dirt reflects and the. Well, it looked amazing. I'll, I'll tell you, I was blown away by this. The two things that impressed me most, because uh, I, I I look for the details and stuff like this, and honestly, like the opal texture, it looked great. Mm -hmm. It did. Like it was one of the most uh, visually appealing parts of that video. I mean, I I, I want an opal textured car now. <laughs> well, maybe they'll start offering one now. <laughs> It'll be easy to um, find. <laughs> but uh, like that, I'm like, I could make that. Oh, not at the level of quality that they were showing but mm -hmm. like that to me is not all that impressive that's just some subsurface blending and a couple of texture layers the tire deformation in real time mm -hmm. blows me away if you watch this video and pay attention to the truck's tires as it rolls over stones the tires deform and they look pretty fucking good mm -hmm. that's one thing that blew my mind and then the other thing is if you're watching when it drives through the river, yeah, uh, yeah. They, oh. they did an unfortunate camera cut there because they were trying to show off the water and it looks great. We, yeah. I, I've seen the Unreal, the new uh, water before and it looks great. It washed the dirt off the truck. Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, because yeah. right, right down uh, near the bottom of the fender, it, there, it was like just covered yeah, in dirt and when they drive through it, it's yeah. like gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 so cool <laughs> yeah i wish they hadn't cut the cut it there because uh when i saw it i was like oh god damn it just washed the fender of the truck as it went through the river yeah that's impressive <laughs> yeah it's nuts it was absolutely nuts so I, i'm sure throughout this i will have posted oh, up a couple of oh my god videos, right yeah. <laughs> so those are the those are the details that i was watching for when i was looking at that because i'm like I, most of the stuff that you're seeing i'm like i could make a, da a tech demo that yeah I'd need more like the part of the impressiveness of what they were doing was how fast it was rendering. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, at the end of the day, whatever, like that's not that impressive to me. But when it when the water was being simulated in real time and the suspension is being simulated and the tires mm -hmm. are deforming and the water is cleaning off the dirt, I'm like, oh. Yeah, you've sold me. Yeah. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because how many like how many times have you seen like in games where it's like, yeah, your character gets wet, but then it just seems like instantly they're dry. Yeah. 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 And, you know and I mean? mean, you know, to some degree, you're still going to do that just because yeah. it, you don't want to be dripping for two hours like you really would be. But yeah, uh, but little things like that were were the stuff that I was watching and I was like, oh, wow. Did they ever like mm -hmm. this is impressive. Even uh, the one point where they're uh, they go to the view from inside. The, yeah. the vehicle and you're looking out and the windshield's like just dirty yes uh the dust like when the sunlight hits it you can see the dust and it obscures your vision somewhat of the road ahead yeah but then you pass the, the fallen tree 
and oh my freaking god like the, the procedurally generated like terrain and it's stuff impressive oh my god well so so the way so at the end of the video they do sort of the reveal uh which is they had so the way this worked is they they had actual legitimate uh, modelers and, and artists create, uh, I think he said it was a 200 meter square yep. section. Mm -hmm. yep. Um, and that was bespoke. That was everything created by hand. I mean, it'll have been built out with tools and everything else, but they, they like curated that little chunk. And then they took that and that sort of art form and art language, and they allowed it to procedurally generate. We usually call it out paint, out painting in the 2d world. I don't know if they call it the same thing in 3D. They might. Um, and it basically outpaints to a four kilometer by four kilometer area. So instead of creating a massive world, you get to basically create a, a tiny little thing and then have it auto create a whole bunch of shit and then just tweak it where you want it. Yeah. It's really impressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, I was way more impressed with that tech demo than anything that's coming to chat GPT. Yeah, this this kind of stuff is it's got me so excited for this generation of like game development. Yeah. Just seeing like stuff like that. And I can't wait for like a good like a good developer. Like like you see like Naughty Dog, yeah. you know, taking this and doing something with it or. Well, like the the other thing that they didn't really allude to in the video, but you can imagine what it means for like deformable terrain. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So if it can procedurally generate that quickly and make live changes and figure out what should happen when a piece is taken away, you can imagine what's going to happen. Maybe not now, but in a couple years when you're just going to be able to like change the world. You're oh, you want to dig out a new foundation that's cool we can handle that no yeah, problem yeah or like you're climbing a mountain someplace you just lodge just the right amount of things Rockfall, yep or yeah. avalanche or yep. anything like that it's like a playing a rally game uh, very very small example but playing a rally game where uh you're going around in a, a track but as you're going on the track it's you know you tired sure. ruts and whatever you can never use the same line sure yeah. so you're always constantly having to change your line because of the track degrading and Absolutely. whatnot so yeah yeah it's um it watch the video seriously watch yeah. the videos i mm -hmm. there are from time to time i've like called out a video and it's like ah oh, this was really if you care about video games go and watch these videos yeah. <laughs> insanely impressive Absolutely uh there impressive. i think the one is five minutes and the other one's six minutes so we're not talking about like hours of viewing here it's it's fucking incredible yeah, <laughs> absolutely even great. if you don't care about video games go and watch the videos they have like they have a bunch of other um there yeah. there's a ton of other stuff that they there's, but... there's stuff for fortnite and yeah. a bunch of this and, and don't get me wrong they are all in their own way they are impressive but those two were the the big standouts mm -hmm. for me that were like oh my god hell yeah hell yeah uh, right on yeah, so so there's not too much more to say about that. I mean, I, we could go on all night about how fucking incredible they were, but honestly, just go and watch the videos. So. It's like, it's like, oh, another thing that they had mentioned was adding in uh, procedural generation of like birds and bugs and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they weren't just generating the terrain; it was also generating the birds and the bugs and everything else, uh, which does two things. It, it a they they'll fly around, and b the sound design it, mm -hmm. it generates all the sound for it which is actually super important yeah i uh i really noticed um 
when they were driving the truck, the sound of it rolling over the stones and yeah. whatnot. That was, yeah. And I love that sound. That's such a, like an ASMR kind of relaxing sound. It's just a the car crunch. going over a yeah. gravel road. Honestly, they should just release that tech demo. If Rivian gives them the go ahead, they should just release that tech demo. I would play that as just yeah. like a little driving simulator. Yeah. Yep. Fuck around so the woods yep. for a while. That'd be super fun. But it was a nice little thing to like stun lock us the second we walked through the door here today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you, we were like, oh my God, that's so awesome. You were, you were just like, wait, wait. Like, it and better. it was like, oh my God, this is so awesome. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, holy crap. The, I showed the, I showed it to these two in the wrong order. Uh, I showed them the truck driving through the forest and then the, the facial part. Uh, you should watch them in the reverse order. You should watch the the metahuman first and then the the woods. But um, <laughs> so should we talk about this senator that doesn't know anything about consoles for a minute? Oh my god! I wanted to ignore this article so bad when I was looking around today, and it just kept showing up, and I'm like, oh god. So so I think before we get into this, first of all. Um, this is not about party lines or anything else. So if anybody's like, oh, you're you're getting political. This is about old people in the government having no fucking clue what they're talking yeah. about. Not even old people. It's just people not doing research well. Yeah. Yeah. So so Sarah found this um, and uh, added it to our document. I this is the when I saw in the document is the first time I had seen mm -hmm. it. Um, I'll let you explain a little bit more about it but i i wanted to find where the fuck this number came from yeah took me about 15 minutes to find <laughs> numbers that were this far off i did find them and we'll link them below but it it was a struggle to find numbers this raw <laughs> yeah so so basically a senator named maria cantwell um was made a speech talk i don't know something whatever yeah. it's called down there on the floor against she was speaking against the acquisition of um activision by uh microsoft and microsoft buying acquisition did i say the other way around it was good enough they whatever know what you know what i'm talking about i'm good at words um uh just talking in support of sony and their displeasure at the idea of it or was it the other way around? I, I think no, it, she was in support of Microsoft. Yeah, Sorry, I was, I was like say, rolled from, it around in my head so from much. From context, it around. this was in favor of Microsoft. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so she spoke out basically against Sony and was quoting studies in how it is apparently a uh, has a monopoly in Japan and J the Japanese government isn't doing anything to stop it. And just the... The, the way that she presented it made it seem like Sony is the only thing that's ever played over there, completely ignoring Nintendo yeah. and just everything yeah. else so, over there. So I did a bit of digging and the, the number that she had cited was 98%. Eight. Yep. Sony, according to her, Sony has a 98% monopoly in the console market. Theoretically, in Japan, though she, I believe she did quote it was high end gaming. She did say high end gaming, but I mean, what does that what even the mean? Fuck is high end gaming, right? So uh, obviously, high end gaming is meant to exclude Nintendo and most Mobile. other games. Yes, yeah, which is nonsense to begin with. No. Um, yeah. 
first of all, Sony does not have anywhere near 98%, even in Japan. Uh, the Xbox has much better penetration than that. I didn't find exact numbers but because uh, they don't exist, but it's not 98%. Uh, and uh, Nintendo has as much or more market share than PlayStation. Yeah. I, and this whole like high end, it's like, what the fuck is high end? You can play the same game. Like Microsoft is talking about releasing their AAA titles on Nintendo. Yeah. So what do you mean high end? Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so, so anyways, the entire thing was super bullshit. I did find a study from stat. Well, not study. I, I found a, a page from stat counter that showed Sony having a 98% market share. It showed Nintendo. Nintendo was on that, by the way, and it showed them having a 0.5 or 0.05% market share. Uh, so to give you an idea of how horribly wrong those numbers were, I'm guessing that's where she got this from because I could not find anything no. with that number anywhere because it's completely wrong. Yeah. Except for this stat counter thing. So I'm guessing somebody went and tried to find the highest number they possibly could and pulled this out of their ass. The actual numbers, I, I, I also found uh, the Statista uh, numbers for uh, Japan, which shows PlayStation, Microsoft, and uh, Nintendo, and they look... Yeah, the top of the list, they, they misspelled PlayStation wrong. It says Nintendo Switch. Right? <laughs> right? It's so weird. That by, is a very large gap, by too. By a huge margin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 19.16 million. Yeah. Um, and then that's Nintendo Switch. And yeah. then PlayStation 4 is behind them with 7.85 million. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, this is as of February 2023. So... Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'd say it's pretty accurate. Yeah. So, I mean, like the thing is like, okay, so if you, if, if you eliminate the Nintendo switch completely, then, okay, you can maybe lie about the numbers a little bit to make it sound ridiculous, but, uh, you have to eliminate the PS4 or you have to, you have to include the PS4 for starters. Cause the PS5 has not sold that well because mm -hmm. nobody can fucking buy them. <laughs> And you also have to exclude the uh, the Nintendo Switch OLED, which mm -hmm. is not what I would call a low-end gaming system. Nope. Like, it's fairly pricey. So, because uh, the OLED Switch has sold more than the PS5. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> they have a monopoly in Japan. Would you believe it? The oh Nintendo is doing well in Japan? <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyways, this... I mean, isn't Sony going to be open PlayStation World over there soon? Yeah, right. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah so this is this is just one of those situations yeah. so the it sounds like somebody gave uh one of the the like researchers one of the aides you know the go and find me the worst numbers yeah. you can possibly find and and somebody found some bad numbers but this is just bullshit yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and also for the record why the fuck does a U.S. senator care what the marketplace looks like in Japan? Yeah, yeah. like in yeah. in the article that I, uh, I, well, one of the articles, because I read a couple about, of them, it said something about like having to do with trade. But sure. what does, what does the trade, I, I don't understand what the trade between the U.S. and Japan has to do with Microsoft and Activision. Yeah, well, I mean, like there, there obviously there's going to be some overlap sure, in there, sure. but it 
like <laughs> it, if these were products that weren't available in the US and they were using that as a proxy, like okay, fine, yeah. but like you, they're available in the US. US numbers exist. Why the why? fuck wouldn't you use those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh again, somebody was given the directive to find the most damning numbers they possibly yeah, could. Yeah. I think basically she was just trying to draw the comparison that Sony wanted to become the uh, Yeah. The, but like Yeah. They're not Which, going to. Well, especially and, the way that they've been acting. Yeah, and and also, I mean, so the the cure for like even if you took that on face value so the cure for sony being a monopoly is to make microsoft a monopoly, monopoly. instead yeah i mean the, the correct the only correct answer the only legitimate answer to any of this is that whether you like or dislike the activision microsoft merger acquisition whatever nobody has a monopoly in the console space no. period end of story there are no numbers that back that up. So stop talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> this whole, oh, it's a monopoly. It's like, but it's not. It's not even close no. to a monopoly. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was especially stupid. I enjoy seeing uh, it's. It reminds me of the court cases where it was like Oracle versus Google and like all the other ones where they're technical lawsuits and, and you see these like senators and stuff just talking Full on bullshit. <laughs> like when uh, what's his butt from Facebook was being grilled. Zuckerberg. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't think of his name well, there, but the, yeah, that was just some of the questions. It was yeah. just kind of like, oh man. Yeah, the latest one about TikTok that happened the other day was was oh, pretty great man. too. Although, yep. in fairness, at least some of those questions were legitimate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, things like, hey, are you storing <laughs> our data in China? <laughs> like, that's a valid question. Yep. But, <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So, so that was that was pretty fucking yeah. stupid. Well, speaking of Nintendo, um, if you are mm. one of the people that still own the Wii U or the 3DS, um, this is going to be the last weekend you can buy games from their eShops because they are closing them. Minor point of order. Uh, you don't actually have to own the console, do you? Or can you just uh, I, buy I, them I think you need to access the eShop yeah. through, through the console. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Through, the, through those specific console stores. So. Yeah, I mean, if there's anything that you wanted to grab from those specific systems, um, you best get it done this weekend. For because, sure. Uh, which coincides with another story earlier. Uh, we were talking about this earlier where somebody, uh, I can't remember, I think it was I'll in the States, it. spent over $20,000 to buy physical copies of every Wii U game made so that they wouldn't have to get the uh, digital versions on the shop before it closed. I mean, that's a lot of commitment to Wii U. Or well, they bought so, all of them. Or so they just, bought all the Just to be clear, uh, so it's it's the completionist. Uh, it's a YouTuber. Oh, okay. And, now that makes sense. And that, that is, makes a lot of and sense. And that yeah. is the reason for this, is that yeah. uh, he... Is a completionist. Well, A, fitting for the channel. Yep. B, this is his livelihood. And, mm -hmm. you know, he might want to play these games in the future. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, mm -hmm. Within that context, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, for most people, that would not be a sensible purchase. I think I saw the number was something like $20,000 or something like that. Yeah, that, that uh, seems yeah, pretty He's got the numbers here on the thumbnail, actually. 9600 for the one console and 13000 and change for the other one. So a little over twenty grand. Damn. Wow. Could have just called me. I could have sold them my Wii U for 9600 <laughs> There you go. <laughs> 
uh yeah so i mean like obviously in that case that's that's as much for the content as anything i mean that yeah. video alone is probably sponsored and oh, it's probably nearly yeah. paid for it yeah. but yeah. uh but uh yeah if you as jet says if you have those consoles and have ever considered getting a game and have been putting it off uh for the love of god don't put it off any longer yeah. now's the time uh although for the record uh you can still potentially find physical copies in the yep. future oh yeah just any, don't uh, count on it yeah any like game swap that you go to like a swap uh trade show whatever we'll probably have a bunch of them on sale but they will also go up in price a Ooh, lot right after this yeah. oh yeah yep 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 so uh so somebody tell me about this wow achievement yeah this popped up in my news earlier this week and i just thought it was really really cool because it sounds exactly like something i would do because i'm dumb this way but there is a wow player that worked on an achievement and finally got it after working on it for nine years and he has 100 exalted reputations fuck uh, this this just shows how long it's been since i've played but i didn't even think there were a hundred factions oh yeah yeah there definitely wow. is that by this point well because if you break it down it probably wouldn't well depending on how long he's also been playing he would have access to um ones that you can't get anymore true like like vanilla um at the end sometime i think it was at the end of burning crusade for some dumb reason i decided i wanted to get exalted with zandalar i was gonna say yeah, you used to be able to get it for like individual cities and stuff yeah yeah and uh but yeah like those ones you can't get anymore the 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 number well you probably with burning crusade I can't remember what those two are called. But, There's a bunch, but so but you so, could like exalt it in one, and then like let your reputation fall down and do yes, it with their yeah. opposition and whatnot. So you I, don't have to keep them all. I'm just looking at what the expansions are because I'm like, I'm wondering how many expansions there have been since I haven't since I've played a lot. I've also like looked through my reputation pa um reputation panel and. Uh, there, it, it, there's a lot in there now. It's like tabbing through them all and trying yeah. to find them is just absolute madness at okay. this point. So, so in fairness, there have been uh, five expansions since I quit playing, which is the same number as there were before I quit playing. So, all right, that makes it easier to imagine 100 reputations, yeah. 100 factions. I'm simply going to reference a question that our friend John Temple of the Hutts asked in our questions thread on the Discord, asking what... Uh, what's the biggest title game everyone has played but I haven't and it's World of, War World of Warcraft yeah I've never played yeah. it so I have no idea what the hell y'all are talking about yeah it has oh <laughs> sure you do you oh, understand I reputation I'm an old person okay <laughs> um yeah yeah so chad has never played world of warcraft nope. um but you don't really have any interest in playing world of warcraft not now yeah. I mean if 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 I if I got interested in it back when it first started, I think I would have. But yeah, you think so? Yeah, probably. Depending on what was what was going on that year. What year was that? Two thousand two, four, six. Well, it's nineteen years old. So a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. So two thousand four, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. probably. I might have. I might have. Yeah. yeah. It probably would have gotten me out of a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, so for the record, my answer to that question was EVE Online. And uh, this is actually a little bit interesting because I would actually love to play EVE Online. And and Same. if 
if and when this becomes our full-time thing, I probably still will if it's still out and working and everything else, which I assume it will be. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's not that I don't want to play it. I would love to play it. It's just that I know getting into Eve online is like, it's a whole lifestyle. <laughs> You've got to commit to that game. So I've, I've never really like, I even installed it once and I, I think I technically like logged in and then immediately was just like, Oh no, 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 I've made a mistake. I can't do this without like, this will take weeks to get into. So, hmm. uh, I would love to play it, but I've never been able to find the time to get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. What, it's, it seems like something that would be again, too complicated for me. Well, <laughs> Uh, I think part of it is complicated complexity and part of it is just like when the, well, when the game started, you could just hop in and do stuff, Mm -hmm. but the game has evolved so much over the last long Long time time, that now like the beginner guides are like, okay, so this is how you go about getting your first frigate, which like at the time that it launched, a frigate would have been like a, that's a big deal getting your frigate. Now it's like, okay, before you start the game, here's how to get your frigate built. Now you can kind of start the game. Yeah. It's like, okay, well. As long as you don't get screwed over and destroyed by trolls. Yeah, and, by the way, yeah. this is after you join a guild because yeah. for the love of God, don't try and play it without joining a guild. Yeah. So it's all a little a little weird. But uh, Sarah, what about you? What's a game that you've never... Mass Effect? Yeah, so you're you're in the same you're in good company. Well, with no, them. I started it. Started playing one. Gears of War. I've never played. I've never played Halo. I think my list is probably longer. than Yeah, I was going to say. Okay, yeah, you've got a handful. <laughs> <laughs> All the most popular games. Yeah. 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 It's well. I mean, Gears of War. I think Gears of War was like the uh, the predecessor to like the cover the cover based shooter genre. I think that was really like one of the first ones that kind of came out where that was like one of its big mechanics was staying in cover and shooting Mm -hmm. and what made it was the chainsaw added to your machine gun. That's well, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Halo, like, yeah, Halo was Bungie's crown jewel, really. Like, that's with without Halo, I don't think Bungie would have been as big as they are with Destiny right now. So Ah. Probably not. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I played a little bit of Halo. I played a little bit of Mass Effect, and I played a little bit. Like, there's a bunch of games that are very popular that I've played. Like, either the first of the series or part of the first of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Eve is the only super popular game that I've uh, that I've never played. Like, legitimately, yeah. I cannot call anything I've done with that game playing it. I'm just I'm thinking of more and more games yeah, in yeah. my head right <laughs> Sounds now. like you've got quite the list. Yeah. It's funny because when I when I I think back to like Halo, the Halo trilogy, my best memory of that was uh the third one when uh me and my brother and uh, our friend Mike uh um Mike Newell. Mm-hmm. We all played the campaign online. And uh, that was like rad. That was such a fun that was such a blast. Like all together? Yeah. 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 That yeah. was cool. so fun. Uh, so I'm going to flip the script on that one a little bit. So so what do you think the probably the least well-known game that you've played 
Hmm. The least well-known game that I've played. Yeah, like it not not like I'm the only one in the world who has ever played this game, but like what's a game that you actually put a fair bit of time into that you're pretty sure our listeners have not heard of? Hmm. For me, it's Tibia. Yeah. I've talked about it before. Yeah. It's yeah. it I put just so much time into it and very few people know about it. Probably Morse K for you as well. There, I mean, there are other games that <laughs> I've played because I literally go through the new listings on Steam fairly regularly and pick up things that. I mean, there was one the other day that's like uh, Looper's. Uh, it's called Looper's something, and it's this person's first attempt at a game. It's not good. Uh, I'm probably one of three people in the world that have bought it and played it, but like I don't count that because it's like that doesn't. But like Tibby has been. A, Millions of people have played Tibia, just mm. not very many out of the fullness of the world. Yeah. God, this this is a hard one. Yeah. I'm... I would I would say because I well when in it when it initially released on the 360, it it was a big deal because they had uh Kingdoms of Amalur uh mm. reckoning. Mm-hmm. When that initially released, um it was by 38 Studios, which was a uh, retired baseball player Kurt Schilling decided to create this game studio. Ari Salvatore wrote a, like damn near all of it. And uh, I think Todd McFarlane did some um, did some character work, like artwork for it. Right. And it was a huge game. Like visually, it kind of looked, it was had the bright World of Warcraft kind of look, but it was like a Skyrim type game. It was huge hmm. where you're just doing random, like quests, getting new gear. They had different um, archetypes that you could, use with the skill tree and whatever and it was huge i dumped probably 150 to 200 hours in the the base game and the two expansions that came out i would say that but they just came out with like an update to it with a new dlc added to it okay so now people know about it again yeah but i still don't know if a lot of people have played it though fair enough so but it, it was a really good game it was it was yeah yeah it, yeah. Was, it was amazing yeah because that was one of the first games that you told me to play <clears throat> when we first started dating you lent me that and um the wolverine, wolverine game. yeah yeah the wolverine oh Origins that game was game. so good oh yeah um I'm well scr- uh, i'll tell you another game that i played now this one's this one's super esoteric nobody's heard of this one uh i played baldur's gate uh it's <laughs> really a very little known rpg What's that? Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, did you come up with something? I mean, I, there's games in my Steam library that I'm scrolling through right now that I've played, and I know they're not well known. I haven't like, but they're not huge time sinks. So no, like, that's fine. I played Maze, which I've I don't know if I've talked about on the podcast before, but I know I've talked. Yeah, with you've told us. us about it for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's 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 sentient corn, and you're in a corn maze yeah yeah, yeah. and there's stuff going on that one like there's almost no one that knows about that game i don't think but i mean if you want to waste a couple hours and it's on sale i would recommend it it's pretty silly fair enough um what else is on here oh dustin elysian tale chad and i played that yeah that was actually a really good game yeah yeah uh 2d metroidvania with like a absolutely gorgeous hand-drawn art style also cat quest yeah, Cat Quest is yeah. great. We've talked about it before. Yeah. But uh, I still like... haven't played it. I need to I need to play it. You do? It's so it. good. It's the perfect Steam Deck game. Yes. Uh, fair. Yeah. It really is. I should grab it. Actually, yeah. I think I already bought it. I think it's in my library. I just never yeah. actually played it. Danielle will like it too. I don't care what she... <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to tell on you. Yeah. 
Well, she doesn't watch the podcast, so you'll have to. I know. Um, I'll tell you, I need to get the Steam Deck. I need to get Rogue Tower installed on Steam Deck. Mm. So Rogue Tower is a game that I just picked up actually last night. Uh, I picked it up at, I'm going to say it was about 8 p.m. And I stopped playing it at 3 a.m. Because I thought that if I didn't, I wouldn't be sleeping at all. <laughs> um, I was watching an ambiguous amphibian YouTube video about it. Um, he was he had done a live stream with it, and mm-hmm. about like twenty minutes into the live stream, because it was a vod, I wasn't watching it yeah. live. I was like, "Oh, this game actually looks super fun!" So I, I picked it up. Uh, it was seventeen bucks, I think, Canadian. It's a procedurally generated uh, tower defense. So so every time you play it, it's different. And it's like, I I didn't know this was really a term. Call me a terrible gamer or whatever. But it's a roguelite uh, as opposed to a roguelike, mm-hmm. which just means I, I guess that's the term people use for a game that has like progression mechanics where when you fail, you get experience or upgrades or whatever that persist into the next round. Uh, so in this, you you go as far as you can, you get some experience, you buy upgrades to the towers, and then the next however many you get, you get those forever. And uh, it's got a good mix of towers. The enemies are great, like a good mix of enemies. Uh, the the like boss enemies, the fat guys that come in are, are super fun. They're each different. I, I'm going to play more of it as soon as I'm done editing the podcast tonight. <laughs> Uh, I, I really, I really, really enjoying it. Um, well worth the money. Yeah. I'm probably going to be playing the Diablo four beta. Yeah. I got to play I got to get back into that to do some more filming. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't, uh, I didn't get a chance to play the last beta. So, um, and now you can try out the necromancer and the barbarian in this one. So that's actually a good call out just in case anyone wasn't aware. I'm <laughs> sure you are by now, but anyone in the world can play this beta. You yep. do not need any sort of a pre-order to play this yep. beta. You can just go on BattleNet and just download the whatever version. Yep. Including consoles. Yep. Uh, I, I logged in just shortly after noon. Uh, the wait time said 35. I don't think it was 35 minutes at no. all. Yeah. Um, but I got in. It seems to be a lot more stable this time around. Yeah. No, the... Ever since day two, it's been yeah. way less crashy. It's been a lot yeah. better. Yeah. And uh, the Necromancer is OP as fuck. <laughs> Badly. Like Badly. insanely <laughs> OP as fuck. Is it? Is it more so than in... It was a necromancer. There's a necromancer yeah, there, in three, the right? Necromancer yeah. was like the last DLC yeah, in Diablo yeah, three. So. I feel like when the necromancer was first released in three, it was pretty OP, yeah. and then they fixed it. I think, yeah, probably but, similar. And also, to be fair, the the witch doctor was a lot like the necromancer, necromancer. in Diablo yes. three. So yeah. We also, in fairness, uh, like we're we're only getting to play until level twenty five. Yeah. The, the balance up to that point doesn't mean shit anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, it it may balance at the end game. I suspect it won't. Uh, I, I the video that I posted about this, uh, the skills being a disappointment, which I stand by. I I am super disappointed in the way the skills have been presented in four. Um, but, I don't uh, I don't like the inventory. Oh, I, the inventory is fucking train wreck i think the inventory system that they had with three was a lot better way better mm-hmm. um i they went back to the uh to a, uh, an inventory style similar to diablo 2 and i don't like it no i agree the the inventory the the changes <clears throat> that they made to the inventory are super dumb yeah um i i've not talked to anyone who liked them yet yeah i don't like it at all uh and the loot mechanics in general like uh so at least on the console versions of three 
you'd like pick up an upgrade and there'd be like a quick menu that you could just automatically equip uh like you very quickly not automatically but very quickly equip upgrades which yeah. made leveling a treat mm -hmm. uh none of that's there and it's weird because it's like why would you take away a mechanic that worked so well <laughs> like like even just making it an accessibility feature like, even if they like you know what sure. i mean like just even something like that sure but like but yeah why, why not just make it the default like yeah. uh and there's so many of those things where like the inventory is worse the the mechanics for looting are worse comparing items is worse the the crafting is cool like the the crafting and the blacksmith and the potion stuff is all cool i like that mm -hmm. the gambling is better um because it's more explicit about like what you get is very clear yeah um so the 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 kadala equivalent is is great yeah that was an upgrade yeah but i like i was telling telling chad like i feel like most of diablo 4 is a downgrade from diablo 3 yeah personally uh, yeah it's it's like i said um i just started playing it myself so the, the small little bite size i've i've had of it i ended up pre-ordering it just because i was enjoying yeah. it um yeah like we're we're Right now, like a lot of the environments and stuff are very drab looking, but I imagine that's going to change once you get later on and the full game comes out. It's the it's, we've only seen one act, yeah. Right? So like, I'm not too honestly. I actually have the I I personally feel this a little bit. Like everybody keeps telling me about how it's more dark and gritty than than Diablo three, and and it might be. I but at the same time, I'm like, are you sure that's not just Act one? Like yeah, it could just be Act one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the so. acts didn't all look the same in Diablo three. <laughs> So. No, no. And that, and that's the thing. Like, well, Diablo 3 started off similar where it was like very dark and like yeah. foreboding and, yeah, yeah. you know, and, very then it, and then all of a sudden you're in a desert. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Uh, it'll yeah. be interesting. But um, I'll, you know, I'm looking forward to playing it. And hopefully they a lot of these criticisms that people have been uh, throwing at them. I hope that they really take them to heart and implement well, so far they're not. <laughs> no, of course so, not. <laughs> so, 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 so. First of all, I want to. I want to be clear because I sound like a complete curmudgeon about this. I can simultaneously think that Diablo Four is a downgrade to Diablo Three, and accept that I will have a blast playing it. So, like when I say like, oh, it's, it's not as good as Diablo Three because of X, that doesn't mean I don't think it's fun. I just mm -hmm. legitimately think it's a downgrade. Like there's a number of things in Four that I looked at and I'm like, what? This was perfect in three or at least damn close to it. Why did you break it? What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, and other people will tell me I'm an idiot and I'm wrong, but uh, it, I don't know. There, three was great. Four so far is like, eh, it's fine. Quidjibo. Quidjibo. Uh, so so <laughs> we were talking earlier. Uh, the reason that I'm, I don't hold out a lot of hope that they're gonna fix things in the short term. And by short term, I mean first like six months. So there was uh, there was a lot of talk about the dungeon mechanics in four being pretty shitty. One of the major ones being like, uh, you have to get keys to open a door to proceed through the dungeon. And Blizzard, one of the Blizzard devs or or community managers or whatever, responded on the forum saying like, "We hear you. We understand that it sucks to like run back and get a key through an empty dungeon. So our solution to this." is that we're going to look at repopulating the dungeon while you run back to get the key. And everyone looked at that and said, like, what the <laughs> fuck are you on about? That's not the problem. <laughs> that makes it worse. Uh, so, uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't hold I, I don't think Blizzard understands what Diablo is. Like I don't know how that happened, but I feel like people have moved on or something and they just they actually don't understand what the game is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that they made it an MMO in the first place kind of speaks to that for me. Yeah. Like it, Diablo is not meant to be an MMO. If you wanted to bring WoW to the console, just fucking bring WoW to the console. It will be crap, but you can do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. I also hate the fact that this freaking demo is always online. Yeah, well, I, I you, you're... Yeah, I, I agree. I, I feel your pain. I yeah. agree with you. But at the same time, there was never any... Even Diablo no, 3 was always online. Yeah, I know. Um, so no, that, no, damn it. Blizzard is never going to make another game that's not online. <laughs> so, And at this point, it doesn't look like they're going to ever make another game that's not a fucking MMO. Yeah. Like, yeah. they. Li- I remember reading from Blizzard that, no, we're not going to make Diablo uh, and a Diablo MMO because that would be stupid and it's not what people want. I remember them saying that. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? <laughs> um, well, to be fair, Overwatch is a PvP shooter, so sure, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. I for now, for- <laughs> <laughs> Overwatch is the next destiny. <laughs> give it, give it a month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So and and then the weird thing <clears> to me <throat> is like they made it an MMO, which I don't think anyone wanted, and and everything else. Uh, and then they took out the the cool parts of Diablo three, the cool online, like the gifts that you would get that you could send to people on yeah. your list, mm-hmm. and also the I want to call them aspects, but I don't think that's what they were. If you died, like a powerful version of you would show up, like it was like a demonic version of you would show oh, yeah. up in other people's games to kill them. Yeah, that I shit was fun. We, we kept running into that when we played that one time when we all oh, linked up with Lane. Yeah, we would I always forgot. like somebody would die and then later on be like, oh my god, I'm killing myself. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. shit was fun. Yeah. Why the fuck did you take that out? <laughs> it's like we took out all the good parts of online and added in MMO shit that nobody wanted. Like, who the fuck is running this stuff? <laughs> but again, it, it might be there in the full release. Yeah, we don't might. know. It, yeah, this we, is just we don't a, know. It's just an open beta, so, but we're mad. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just, to be clear, I'm not. I'm not actually mad. Like, I mean, it's not like, oh, I, I'm, I'm desperately pissed and everything. Honestly, I kind of expected a bunch of this. Yeah, it's just that, like, I don't know who put this all together and then stood back and like, ha- and maybe the problem is that they didn't. But like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine somebody running Diablo three on one TV and Diablo four on the other TV and like playing through the two games and being like, we made it better. Yeah. Cuz it's not. It's worse. It's a worse game. It mm-hmm. will probably become a better game in time. Yeah. But it is a worse game right now and I'm like, did you not start with Diablo 3 and then improve it? Like yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, it, and and how long did that take uh, you know, before Diablo 3 became what it is today? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and totally yeah. fair. And that's why like yeah. I'm sure Diablo 4 will evolve into something epic. It's just that it's like you had a great starting point you could have just worked from there instead of starting from scratch and making it worse. Uh, yeah. Super weird. Super <sighs> weird. But uh, I will be playing a little bit more this weekend because I got to get a whole bunch more stock footage because I, I do want to make at least two more videos about Diablo 4. Yeah. Talking about uh, some of the stuff that we were just chatting about and and also what the new stuff looks like. And uh, I need more footage for that. Yeah. So I will be, I will be signing in. And... I'm taking the opportunity to play it on PC this weekend. Ooh, there we go. Yeah, because nice. of course I can. So yep. Why yep. Not? yep, might as well. Yep. 
Yeah. So moving on, uh, which which do we want to tackle here? Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about just this is stupid. I'm gonna talk mm-hmm. about the Carta Monday thing. Right. Uh, Carta Monday, which by the way is not stupid, and I don't mean to make light of this. Uh, so there was a I'm gonna call it a factory, but I think that's not quite the right word for it. I think they called it a plant. Carta uh, Monday, Carta Monday does uh, cards and card related things, card stocky sort of stuff for games. And uh, one of their plants is closing down because they just, it wasn't making money anymore. Now, I've seen a number of news articles talking about Carta Monday is, is shutting down. It's like, n- no, no. Carta, no. <laughs> a plant is shutting down. And it sucks. There's, I guess, like 270 people that are going to lose their jobs. And, you know, that's horrible. And, and you know, I feel for them. The reason I was chuckling about it is because it was the, the, the headline was, you know, Carta Mundi plant in, water, in Waterford shut down. I grew up in Waterford. Ontario. This is Waterford, like <laughs> Ireland or something. Uh, but that just grabbed my attention. I was like, yay, hometown, represent, <laughs> except not at all. But uh, that's what that's what drew my attention to it. Uh, and uh, yeah, anyways, so I mean, Cardamundi is a huge plant. I, from my understanding is that on the global scale, this makes absolutely no difference. Uh, they just aren't going to be manufacturing there anymore. But um yeah, always sucks to see any board game yeah. stuff going yeah. offline. Yeah, it's sad. On the other hand, all projections I've seen are that the board game industry is going to grow by like 2x over the next uh, little while. So mm-hmm. yeah, it shouldn't be a trend. Yeah. <laughs> One-off sort of thing. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Sarah. What? Mohawk Sisters in Quebec created a visual novel for kids to help them teach the Mohawk language. Yeah. So I was reading the article and it was um, these two sisters. I can't remember the name of the town they originally are from, but currently they are in Montreal and they um, learnt some of the Mohawk language when they were children in school. But because there wasn't very many places for them to actually use it, they lost the language and their parents were never taught it. And so their grandparents fluently spoke it. And it's pretty well known at this point that a lot of languages has the potential for being lost in North America for First Nations. And so these two sisters have developed a uh, basically a visual novel and it's all in the Mohawk language. I would say their names and the actual thing, but no, (laughs) I I have more respect for them than to allow my so, mouth to butcher that so i i was i was just gonna say i i want to be careful about how i say this because i'm not trying to be insensitive but the the game is the game name is very clearly in this language i'm sure yeah. it means something holy fuck there's no chance like if i was going to tell somebody about this game there's no chance i could give them the name yeah no. that they maybe should have considered a an english name for the game well or at least had it in brackets with the english something name yeah is. like yeah. I, I will post it so that you can find it if you want yeah and and like i said i i have the utmost respect for what they're doing i could not pronounce that to save myself no and it doesn't help as well either that like the our regular t- keyboards don't have the accents that go on these right. letters too um so you couldn't even look up how to pronounce these yeah, yeah. in a even half decent way but uh yeah they've created this visual novel and uh it's the they in the article that we have there's a link to uh it 
being available in the Google Play Store. And uh, they are hoping to release um, some other games, too, in different First Nations languages to uh, make them available to everyone, basically. Yeah, which so, is super Yeah, cool. that's really neat. Yeah. And for the record, I was just uh, looking into this. Uh, the, the game, of course, has full like pronunciation and everything else. So presumably, once you've played the game, you would then be able to pronounce the name of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it is, it's not just about like learning the written, it's you're learning the speaking, the, yeah. the language, well, spoken it, language as well. Not regularly a written language to begin with. It's a, spoken, no, yeah, well, and they didn't have, well, they probably have some form of writing. I can't remember. I've well, they, they this must for sister. the accents and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but um, traditionally, it's a more spoken Which is very language. common yeah. among indigenous yeah. languages. Yeah. yeah it's kind of um, wild because uh, I remember uh, when I played through Valhalla. I was going to bring that uh, there's up a too. Part in, there's a section in Valhalla where you travel to uh, colonial, uh, like Newfoundland. Yeah. And you run into a tribe of uh, Native Americans. I can't, I don't know what tribe off the top of my head, but they speak nothing but their their native tongue. Yeah. And even the subtitles are in their native tongue. So you, you have no, like I had no idea what yeah. they were saying. But it immersed like you because shit. even like your character Ivar was like trying to use like, you know, like axe, uh, you know, you know, bird, you know, whatever, like trying, yeah. trying to communicate with uh, these Native Americans. And it was incredible. Like, I like it that was stuff. really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. I, I like it. Uh, I actually really like when um, I, f I forget what game I was playing, but there was a flashback to like ancient Egypt and they were they were doing their best. To, I mean, yeah. obviously we don't, there's yeah, there's we, only so much you can do when it's a dead language. But uh i like it when when games do that where they like go back and they're like no we're not going to handhold you like mm -hmm. this is i want to remind you that that not everybody in the world speaks english yeah. or whatever your native tongue is yeah. i like that i think that's great and i think this is great yeah. i just my problem is that i would really struggle to to tell anybody about this game simply mm -hmm. because i um, i don't think i could pronounce that yeah, yeah. which well, is yeah well link fortunately we have the internet and we have hyperlinks so yep. i'm trying i th i I think in the Assassin's Creed game, it was, I want to say it was a dialect of the, um, on a, sh oh wait, here we go. Is, um, it, is it Assassin's Creed I was thinking of? For what, your Egyptian one? Yeah. they There was an Egyptian yes. version of that game called Origins. Uh, I don't, yeah, it was based in, around that time. It might have been that game yeah. that I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, so I think there was some of that there. And then, and then um, Valhalla had the, the Newfoundland yeah. area. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. I thought. I thought it might have been part of the Anishinaabe, but I mm. don't think they're that far east. So yeah. All right. Well, we need to hurry up because me and all my senior friends in Sweden got to get our Counter Strike team together so we can prepare <laughs> for this tournament we're going to play in. <laughs> yeah. So so the the reason Chad's an old man suddenly. Well, yeah. he's always an old man. He is. Yeah. Uh. So Counter Strike Two is out. It was like stealth dropped. Uh three days ago something like that uh i'm sure there will be people that are very happy about this and very excited it's weird though because counter high scooter uh counter strike <laughs> is one of those games that uh so i haven't played since source so a long time ago uh and for anyone who doesn't know about counter strike for some reason it started as a half-life mod and has since taken on a life of its own um a bunch of the comments that I saw were basically like, well, I'm going to keep playing 1.6 or, well, you know, nothing since uh, Counter-Strike Source has ever existed or like that sort of like culty sort of Ugh. faction -y behavior. 
which doesn't surprise me because I I, I kind of knew that even back in the day. Like mm-hmm. there were people like, no, Source is terrible. I'm going to keep playing original Counter-Strike and stuff. And I'm like, whatever, you do you. Uh, but it was interesting to see that that's still alive and well in that community. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, the, the tech demo that I saw was all about like shooting holes in the smoke from smoke grenades. And it's mildly cute what they've done but it's super fucking unrealistic so like you've got the smoke grenade which first of all looks completely bogus it's just like this sphere of bad smoke texture <laughs> instead of an actual smoke grenade uh and then if you shoot it it like puts a te- it puts a very temporary hole in the smoke that you can like see through and like yeah but it that doesn't happen no so why <laughs> Uh, it was just super weird. They they made this. So so I think the bigger part of it was that if you throw a smoke grenade, it will now like, if you throw it into a curved room, it will actually like uh, curve with the room. Like it, it will actually form to the room that you throw it in. That's kind of cool. It is. That that part's kind of cool. But the rest of it, I was like, that's all nonsense yep. and bullshit. Yep. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Uh, but anyways, I'm, I'm, there's probably tactical reasons, like balance reasons for it mm-hmm. that I don't know and yeah. don't care about. I'm sure lots of people will probably be happy about it, but uh, Chad I'm pretty found, happy about it. As Why? a result of me mentioning that, Chad found. What did I find? <laughs> Come on now. Why are you being old? Oh, it's because uh, all of my my uh, team of seniors in Sweden we're gonna we're gonna join up a tournament. And we're gonna win it in Counter Strike. Yep. Yeah. Or in English, uh, <laughs> there is a there's a seniors only uh, sixty plus uh, Counter Strike team that is trying to. Well, they, um, you guys said they're trying to compete in a game. I assume they're trying to like be competitive would be a better way. Of yeah, they it. they want to get into a tournament. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna uh, do it, damn it. So uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> best of luck to them. They won't succeed. I'd I'd be shocked if they did. I I mean, in twenty years or more. Well, twenty years for Chad. Stop being a fucking doomer. <laughs> I Gen know. X and millennials will 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 definitely be like leading those tournaments. I think. Well, so or there, there will be a, I, there will be categories. Categories, yeah. Right, like don't get me wrong. Uh, I can tell you that my reaction time has dropped. Like I'm, yeah. I still have pretty quick reactions for for my age, but like they've dropped. I used to be faster. I know because I I like kept track of this stuff when I was younger because I actually played a lot of get. Yeah, right. Um, they've gone down. And I can only imagine in the next 20 years, they're going to go down a bunch more. So I don't think they're going to. I mean, getting into a tournament, maybe. Yeah. Actually meaningfully competing. I, all the luck in the world and, and you know, good thoughts to them and everything else. But no. I think, but I think that is kind of like a signal to the need of different. Um, oh, for sure. For categories or whatever. Yeah. You, yeah like, oh, 100%. Yeah. Because it's definitely going to be a need for that yeah. as our age group ages. So oh, for sure. And and hey, maybe maybe these like senior citizens are fucking godlike when it comes to FPS. Who knows? But I, <laughs> I, uh, I can't imagine that I will be. Even if I were to continue to practice, I can't imagine that I would be in a competitive situation in 24 years when i become 60 uh, there's there's no fucking way uh, i don't i don't see that happening the it's the games are too fast and they're getting faster not slower yeah so. well speaking of practice 
I think it's time we wrap this one up because I got to go practice. Yeah, yeah, like old man. Like and subscribe. Is it, oh, my thumb's going to feel that one in the morning. <laughs> we lost Chad somewhere along the way. <laughs> All right, thanks so much for joining us. Like, subscribe, and we will catch you on the next one. Where's my goddamn Ovaltine?